0: Welcome, everyone, to episode number four of Take the Lead. I'm your host William Kliske. and I'm John O'Halloran, and we have a special guest today.
1: I am Brad from BB and J Sports, and
0: if you're watching the video, or I mean, if you're just listening to the audio, just. Ignore that pause because I have to transfer mics with Brad because we do not have a four-port recorder at the moment. So anyways, on this episode, we're going to discuss week two and all the injuries that have happened to various teams and how detrimental potentially they could be. And, John, just start us off with your Eagles. Oh, boy. Last night's game was absolutely
2: terrible. Uh, they lost uh, Alistair Jeffrey for the game. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, uh, Tim Jernigan broke his foot. Uh, Carson Wentz played terrible yesterday. Uh, he had 231 yards, one touchdown, uh, two interceptions. Uh, like I said, the Eagles secondary is absolutely terrible. Uh we let Julio Jones wide open. Uh, I probably could bust through that secondary. That's how bad it is. Uh, but I'm not. <laughs> g- <laughs> I'm not giving up yet. It's only week two, but they just got to step it up more because uh, their games on the schedule coming up are pretty tough
0: yeah sorry john things aren't looking so hot for your team right now it's okay they're still winning the super bowl so brad we all know her john and i know that you are not a patriots fan either so why don't you tell everyone about your team from week two
1: so if you're watching this video you can see i'm repping my Colts hat because my colts they're my team they've always been my team uh all you Patriot Patriot fans out there, Peyton Manning over Tom Brady, y'all can say what you want, whatever. But, you know, the Colts right now, we're looking pretty good without Andrew Luck. We're sitting at 1-1, one and, one, and our one loss was an overtime. You know, a lot better than a lot of people thought. We won 19-17 to against the Titans. Right now we're tied for first in the South. So I'd say it was a pretty good game. You know, Jacoby Brissett had a solid game, our O-line. The biggest question mark we have right now, um, which wasn't a question mark before the season started, was our kicker, the goat, highest scoring player of all time, Adam Vinatieri. He he cannot hit the broadside of a barn. I don't know what it is—missing PATs, missing field goals. He he couldn't kick he couldn't kick a field goal to save his life if it depended on it. Um, so it's really going to be interesting. The Colts are saying that he's our kicker. He's our kicker. He's our kicker. We trust him. I really don't know what's going on forward.
0: So what do you think the future of Venetari is? I know the Colts said that they're still going to be his kicker, or he's still going to be their kicker. Do you think this is going to be his final season, or do you think if he gets into a groove later in the season that he plays longer?
1: You know, I I trust him. At the end of the day, I trust the Colts. I trust Chris Ballard, Frank Reich, everyone in the Colts organization. Um, And to be honest, I trust Venetari. And, I mean, all the Patriots fans watching this, listening to this, Y'all have to trust Vinatieri, too. He won you guys multiple Super Bowls. It's one of the players that, you know, Colts fans and Patriots fans can agree on that they, they just can't hate. You know, he's a great player, a genuine player. And I think if he starts picking it up, you know, we keep him on. I could I could see him, you know, I want to see him play to at least 50. Um, I don't know if it'll happen. But um, t- in order for that to happen, he needs to start kicking. He needs to start kicking field goals and being accurate. If not, you know, we're going to have to figure out what happens. You know, maybe Pat McAfee comes out of retirement and starts kicking balls for us.
0: Wasn't McAfee a punter? Or did he kick at all?
1: He was a punter, but some of the best kickers were also punters. Just remember that.
0: Put that one down in the quotes books. Um greatest quotes in history the greatest kickers were also punters your <laughs> punters were made great kickers or whatever because <laughs> I forgot exactly what you said I, I, I knew th- I knew what you meant I just forgot the exact words so so <laughs> moving on my Patriots dominated once again <laughs> then again they were <laughs> facing Miami however never did so well in Miami well, that all changed this past weekend when New England lit them up for 43 points and allowed zero.
2: And I, I did say last podcast, don't count the Dolphins out.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tom Brady
2: was 7-10 in Miami, and uh, I guess there's four, 43 reasons why uh, I was wrong. So, yeah.
0: Hey, the, the Dolphins did do good in the first half, hold, holding New England to 16. <laughs>
1: So I'm not going to lie. I was at Buffalo Wild Wings watching the game. And the first half, I was sitting there and I'm like, you know what? Miami has to count this as a win right now. They're only down 17 points. And if you watched the Miami Miracle last year, you you thought anything could happen. So I was sitting there and I'm like, you know what? 17 to zero. And, you know, I kind of agree with John. You know, you can't really count the Dolphins out. Um, But then the second half, you know, Patriots came out of that locker room and they're like, wow, we're so much better than 17 points. Um, and it's just, I, they just, you know, a fire lit up on their ass, and they were just like, let's go.
0: Yeah, and that's when the defense stepped in, too, with the two straight pick sixes on consecutive drives. If
1: you played the Patriots defense in fantasy and you didn't win this week, something's wrong with the You need the a better lineup. team. Something's <laughs> wrong with the lineup because in most leagues, they scored over 30 points. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and uh, our league, they scored 40. Something like that. I think it was 40 on the dot. I think that last interception bumped them up to 40. But, like, it's crazy. So, John, um, out of any other game that happened for week two, what stood out for you? Uh, I don't know. Um,
2: I don't know. (laughs) Okay, well... There's like two games I really cared about, and uh, one was the Patriots and Dolphins, the yeah, other was the Eagles, but I don't want to talk about that anymore.
0: Okay, so uh, I do want to talk about Gardner Minshew for a little bit, mainly just because he took over for Nick Foles in a Jacksonville team that has been on, on the decline since they made it to the AFC Championship a number of years ago. But I think he held his own a little bit, only lost by one point. On a failed two-point conversion, and Brad's tensing up.
1: I am tensing up because I got a lot to say. So one of my co-hosts on BB and J Sports, before the season, shout out to Bobby. He said Jacksonville goes thirteen and three.
0: Speaking of Bobby, he's my twin.
1: They're, they're twins. Um, one of them has a brain. He's right here. The other one doesn't. Not Bobby. Not Bobby. He said Jacksonville goes 13-3. and three. We're like, what are you smoking? What are you doing? You could not be more wrong. Like, you talk about bold takes. Like, that was his bold take. And um, he still says there's a chance because right now they're 0-2. They haven't gotten more than three losses yet. But they got a steep climb to get the 13 wins. And he said his boy Garner Minshew is going to lead That's him second. there. And um, it's just like – what is, like, everything's wrong with Jacksonville. Why, I mean, I get, you know, bold move going for the win and not the tie. Not even not even the tie, going to overtime. Like, yeah. you should trust your team enough and, you know, trust your quarterback. Trust Minshew. That's what you should have done. You know, kicked, kicked the extra point, brought it to overtime, trusted your defense, and if you got the ball, trust your offense to drive down field and score. I think it was just a bad decision on all parts Jacksonville. I blame the coaching staff 100% for that loss. Yeah,
0: I blame them too. But like you said, trusting Gardner Minshew like for overtime, they, they technically did that to try to get a two-point conversion too. So it's just like
1: – But here's the thing though. They did, but they didn't – To me, they trusted more Leonard Fournette true that O-line. Because if you really trusted Gardner Minshew –
0: You would have went to overtime.
1: You, you, one, you would have you went to overtime. And you would have, you know, done a little short pass or whatnot to get to the end zone. That showed that they're like, you know what, we're not banking on Gunnar Minshew throwing the ball to our receivers. or banking on Leonard Fournette running the ball down the Texans defense, which who to me have a very good front seven. So it's like, why why take that risk of rushing it down and losing the game off of it? Yeah, I get that, you know, if you made it you'd win. But kick kick the points. Take the point. Go to overtime. Get that. Get one more shot. Trust your defense. Trust your offense. That's what my take on it.
2: I actually thought about a game. Uh, Lamar Jackson's actually looking good. He's actually looking pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I saw a stat for Lamar Jackson. I think it was like he was the first quarterback to throw for 250 passing yards and have 120 rushing yards in the same game. So I mean, it's pretty solid.
1: Bull take, Lamar Jackson the next Michael Vick.
0: Hopefully, he doesn't have the same out of off the field tendencies. Yes, him. poor dogs. <laughs> so, moving on to other week two topics, there have been some pretty significant injuries for some pretty um, high level teams that could potentially cost them for the season. So let's start off with the least lesser of the serious ones. Um, Michael Gallup, he's suffered a knee injury. Just picked him up in fantasy. Me too. (laughs) In different leagues, apparently. (laughs) And then (laughs) uh, he is going to be out for two to four weeks. And right now, I think he's their leading receiver. So, John, how much of an impact do you think this has to the Dallas Cowboys?
2: Uh, I think it'd be a pretty big one on him now. Uh, you just said he's one of the top receivers. Uh, who do they have now for receivers? I don't even know. Amari um, Cooper. I forgot about him. That's right.
1: And also, you know, our favorite sportscaster of all time, Jason Witten. Yeah.
2: True. But he's like 600 years old, though, but he still can ball out. He still hey, can he, ball he, out.
1: He's all reliable.
2: Yeah, that's true.
1: Greg Olson's like old yeller, and Jason Witten's all reliable.
2: Um, I think the Cowboys Boys be fine now. They still got uh, Ezekiel Elliott. They still got... Uh, our quarterback, uh, Dak Prescott, who is not better than Carson Wentz.
1: I mean, this year he's playing like it. <laughs> That's true. This That's year he's true. playing like it. I think, you know, when he finally gets his payday, he could be paid more than Carson Wentz. I'm biased. I'm sorry. D- does he deserve it, though? It's the question. But, you know, Gallup going down, it hurts the team a little bit, but it's really a time for these other receivers and this other these other weapons that Dak has to step up. You know that? I believe that that offense is truly based around Zeke, not Dak, not the receivers. Um, You know, they'll still feed Zeke. They'll still throw Amari Cooper the ball. I think if anybody – if that helps, I think it helps Jason Witten because, you know, they're going from covering these receivers like Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup and whatnot, um, and, you know, who's Dak going to throw to now. Yeah, he still has Amari, but I think it's going to really help Witten out.
0: Yeah, and looking at the Cowboys' schedule for the next four weeks, I think they can manage without Michael Gallup because next week they're facing the uh, almighty Dolphins.
1: Oh, the Dolphins take that. <laughs> I think the Dolphins might finally score. That, my bold take is Dolphins score a touchdown next week.
0: They, they scored one in week one.
1: They score two touchdowns next week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then they play the Saints, who don't have Drew Brees, who we're going to talk about next. That's tough. Then they play the Packers, who haven't been looking the best.
1: What do you mean they're two and zero? Oh?
0: Yeah, but they won ten to three. Their defense is fine, but on offense they haven't been producing that as many points. Aaron Rodgers. Both games were a touchdown or less difference.
1: I still trust Aaron Rodgers. Well, I do too. I still trust. I trust Devontae Adams, trust Aaron Jones. I trust almost everybody on that team, especially their defense.
0: Well, that one's going to be the closest of the three games so far of those next three. I think so. I think so. And then they're playing the Jets who that's week six and that's are I don't know if they're going to have Darnold back then.
1: I mean, Gallup's how- out two to four weeks. Yeah. So that's, um, that's so, week uh, four. Know, that, that's the extent of it. You know, I, I think he comes back, you know, within three weeks. Yeah, I think, he'll yeah, I think b- so, too. I think I he'll be playing the week of the Jets.
0: I think so, too. I just was going four weeks as the highest yeah, no, thing. Yeah, absolutely. But he'll definitely be back before they play your Eagles in week seven. <laughs> Sounds great, John.
1: <laughs> as you can see, John on, loves. Do
0: that it. again, John, into the
2: mic. Are we talking about Drew now? We said Drew Brees? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no more Eagles. Nope.
1: He doesn't want to yeah, talk about the Eagles.
2: Uh, Drew Brees. What's he had, uh? What was it, six, mm-hmm. nine weeks?
1: Uh, Drew Brees broke his thumb out six to eight weeks. Um, honestly, like, how it happened, it didn't look too bad. He threw the pass, and he just hit Aaron Donald's hand. Um, twisted his thumb the wrong way. Went to pick up a football on the sideline and couldn't pick it up. Um, on his throwing hand, so obviously that's an issue. Um, I think uh, the Saints could be in trouble. They have a solid backup in Bridgewater, um, but Bridgewater is not Drew Brees. Um, I think they're going to rely heavily on Kamara um, for that run game. I think it'll be it'll be really interesting to see what happens. I think the the NFC South is a crapshoot, anyways. Every team is like one and one right now, so I think if Brees is out, say for six weeks, and Bridgewater goes 500 in those games they'll be fine.
0: Yeah, I agree. If as long as Bridgewater can win half the games that Breeze is out, I think they can still make the playoffs and have a decent run with Drew Brees at the helm. Also Drew Breeze has uh, started fifteen games the last at least fifteen games the last fifteen seasons, so that's pretty that's big. That's significant. It's a big loss for them considering how healthy he's been. Um but speaking of someone who's not coming back this season, big Ben he is having right elbow surgery, and he's been put on the season-ending IR. And I think that's a big loss for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Can you believe it just a couple of years ago the Steelers had Big
1: Ben, Le'Veon Bell, and Antonio Brown?
0: Yeah, what happened? Now they have zero of them.
1: Now they pretty much have one person, and that was none of the above, and that's Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, I think the only winner to come out of Roethlisberger being hurt, uh, there's two. There's Mason Rudolph, uh, who can finally play, and uh, the Baltimore Ravens. I think they're the big winner of Roethlisberger getting hurt. Um, honestly, I picked the Steelers winning that division beginning of the year. Um, I'm just going to say I was wrong. I could not be more wrong. Lamar Jackson, he, he's stepping it up. Um, they're 2-0. and I don't know what he's doing, but he's doing something good.
0: Yeah, I was pretty wrong, too, because I picked the Browns.
1: And he's just wrong. If you actually believe the hype of the Browns,
0: I believe to the hype in the Browns.
1: <laughs> it's the Browns. At the end of the day, I don't care if they have OBJ, they have Baker, they could have Tom Brady, and I still want to pick them because it's the Browns. That that's a that's a
0: hot take right there. Hot take. I thought Bobby was the hot taker on your podcast. 13 and,
1: three. <laughs> thirteen and three. Shout out, Bobby. You're thirteen and three. Jags. They're gonna finish last in the South. Colts are winning in the South.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't see the Jags winning, (laughs) but, um. I
1: I I do think one problem though that Steelers have is not only just Roethlisberger, but James Connor also went down and had an MRI done. He says there's no severe damage, but a player saying no severe damage and a doctor saying no severe damage are two different things. So I think it's really going to be hurting them if they lose James Conner and Roethlisberger. It's going to be really interesting.
2: What is that? Uh,
0: Jets. (laughs) I'll read it since John's problem. So we're watching ESPN right now, and Jets team report saying that uh, Le'Veon Bell had trouble sleeping after Wednesday's practice with a sore shoulder. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. We're recording right before the Monday night game. And this actually, perfect, literally next on our list, we're talking about the Jets and the Browns Monday night game. And what we think is going to happen, who we think is going to win. So, Brad, as our guest, we'll have you start. Tell us what you think is going to happen and who you think is going to win on Monday Night Football.
1: So, bold take. Um, I don't care that Sam Donald's not playing. The Jets are still winning this game. What people forget, Trevor Simeon used to be a starting quarterback. He used to be a solid starting quarterback. And one thing that people keep forgetting, too, is – the Jets just acquired Demarius Thomas, who used to play for the Broncos, and Trevor Simeon also played for the Broncos. They already have that chemistry. My take, I think Demarius Thomas scores a touchdown tonight. Um, I have the Jets winning the game. I Again, I don't trust the Browns. I don't trust Baker. OBJ talks way too much. Jarvis Landry, he's I, th- I think he's overrated. Um, Jets, Jets this game.
0: So do you have a score?
1: Uh, yeah, it's probably important. Um,
0: well, we don't always do scores, so it's no, kind of curious I, I, since this is the only game we're talking about.
1: I'm going to go probably 20 to 14 Jets.
0: All right, so close game. Um, I have the Browns winning because, yeah, they disappointed in week one, I think. With, even with all the hype, I feel like they still have something to prove. And with a team that doesn't have their number one QB. I think it's a perfect opportunity to show them that they can win when it counts. So they don't start the season and two, but knowing Cleveland, they'll probably brown it up and lose, but fingers crossed that that doesn't happen. And now John, what do you think? I'm actually going to go with Cleveland.
2: I think the chemistry is going to finally uh, start to kick in for them. Uh, Baker Mayfield, in my opinion, is really not that bad of a quarterback. Uh, I think Odell's gonna step up tonight. Same with uh, Landry. I'm gonna take the Browns twenty-seven, twenty-four. All right. Um,
0: well, do you have anything else you want to talk about, Brad? Anything else that comes to mind?
1: Not really off the top of my head. Um, you know, my big thing is that I'd, I'd say week two was just was really interesting. Um, you had some great matchups. Uh, I think the biggest one that you know, we really didn't touch much on was the rematch of the NFC Championship. Um, you know the Rams came out on top again. Part of it because I think Brees got hurt. Um, you know we're now two games into a 16-week season. I think you know some teams are all worried about being 0 and 2. Some teams are you know on their high horse being 2 and 0. I just think it's really going to be interesting to come down. You know later on the season, looking back, there could still be some teams right now that are 0 and 2. That make the playoffs. Some teams that are 2 0 and don't make the playoffs. So it'll be really interesting come towards the end of the season.
2: Uh, actually, what about the Antonio uh, Brown stories that keep coming oh, out? Yeah.
1: So, if you have not heard, uh, we all know about these allegations Antonio Brown and his former trainer and whatnot. And, you know, he, he played on Sunday. He played very well on oh, Sunday yeah. with his debut. Um, but now there's a lot more stuff going on. Uh, apparently, he doesn't pay his bills when it comes to. His, you know, his trainers, his he, he, they said he stiffed charities on paying bills. And like I, the funniest thing that I heard was he had a doctor's appointment <laughs> and was getting an exam and farted in the doctor's face and just laughed about it. And the doctor was not pleased. And the doctor said, you still owe me eleven thousand dollars.
0: <laughs> like, I'm still curious on what this um, doctor's appointment was for for him to be able to do that.
1: There's doctor's (laughs) appointments like that, Billy. I know. (laughs) Once you get a certain age, it's recommended.
0: Yeah, but has is he even at that age? Yeah, he's actually. Yeah, he's pretty old.
1: I mean, he's older, but also too. You know, when you're getting, uh, you know, examined and you're an athlete, you're trying to recover all these muscles, trying to see if anything's wrong. Yeah, true. I'm not an athlete, so I don't know these things. Yeah, exactly. And it's I don't know why, but that man is weird. Like he just (laughs) he's just weird. You know, if you're doing. If one i am not saying he did, but if you did those things to those women, that's weird. That's just that's just yeah. more weird. If you're farting in your doctor's face and laughing about it, that's, that's even just, weirder. That's even weirder. Like you're just a weird dude.
2: So this, he was probably just sitting there. It's like, you know what? I got a nasty uh, fart coming. I'm just gonna let it go in this guy's face and see <laughs> what how it happens? feels. <laughs> like who, <laughs> see how he reacts. Who thinks about that? Like, I got a fart coming, hey doc
1: like My whole thing is not even apologizing. He's laughing at it. <laughs> just laughing at it. Just be like, <laughs> I'm so funny. <laughs> like, are you five, or are you like thirty? That's literally grow
0: up. It's literally what a five year old would do. They'd fire in the room, laugh, and leave. Yeah. <laughs> <It's just>
1: yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I know there was one point where you were playing in the jersey number one. Like, you're not one years old. Like, like grow up. Granted, I don't like you because you play for the Patriots. You know everyone in the nfl hates you but uh grow up
0: yeah so uh brad so i'm looking at the current nfl
1: standings yep
0: and i'm gonna read you the list of every team that is still undefeated and i want you to tell me who you think will miss the playoffs out of these undefeated teams so far so so far in the afc we have the Ravens.
1: I think the Ravens make the playoffs. The Chiefs. Chiefs definitely make the playoffs. The Patriots. Yeah, Pats make the playoffs. And the Bills. Bills, if they make the playoffs, they sneak in as a six seed wild card.
0: Uh, okay, so in the NFC, there is more surprisingly. I know there is a, a
1: sneaky team, and uh, I know the NFC West is really interesting because three of them are two and o. Oh.
0: Yeah, so we got the Packers.
1: Uh, Packers win the division. They make playoffs.
0: The Seahawks.
1: Seahawks are good. I don't know if they make the playoffs because the NFC is so much tougher than the AFC. Um, You know, there's always in the AFC you always have, you know, say seven to eight teams. In the NFC, you have a good ten teams that can always compete. Yeah, I agree. I, I I'd say. I'd say Seattle makes the playoffs.
0: Um let's see, 49ers.
1: As, I would like to see the Niners make the playoffs. Um, I would too. I, they're kind of my NFC team. The George Kittle um, helmet. George Kittle helmet sitting right there on that table. Um, I would like to see him make the playoffs, but I, I don't think they do.
0: And the Rams for the West. The, There's Rams, the Rams
1: do make the playoffs. Rams won that division. And the Cowboys? Cal- uh I don't want the Cowboys to make the playoffs. You can tell John doesn't want the Cowboys to make the playoffs. He's all about the Eagles. Eagles. (laughs) Um, But, you know, Carson Wentz, not a good quarterback. Uh, Bold statement, Dak over Wentz. Um, No, I really don't think so. I think they're close. I I do think they're close. um, But, yeah, Eagles make the playoffs. All
0: right. So, now we're going to get John's takes. I'm going to read him the list of every team that's 0-2. And I want to see if he thinks any of them could potentially make the playoffs All or right. sneak in. So, we're going to start in the NFC. We got the Panthers. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Cam Newton's just like, he's stinking right now. No touchdown passes. All right. So, this team's Owen, not 0-2, Owen but they also don't have a win. The Arizona Cardinals. No,
2: I don't think the Cardinals are uh, just there yet. Next couple years, they will be.
0: Yeah. Kyler Murray's still Getting his groove on. He'll
2: be a good core. I think he'll be a good quarterback. He's actually uh showing signs of it so far.
0: Yeah. Uh the Redskins.
2: Nope, trash. <laughs> the, oh, yeah. the Giants. They put you Daniel, they the same thing. If they put Daniel Jones in, they're gonna <laughs> win fourteen straight games. <laughs> Just kidding. The Jaguars? Uh no. 13, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. 13 and three. For Bobby, yes. 13-3 <laughs> just for Bobby. They're making the playoffs.
0: Uh, the Steelers.
2: Uh, after all the uh, the big Ben injury, I don't think so. I agree. The Bengals. Nope, Bengals are going to be one of the worst teams this year. Andy Dalton, garbage.
0: The Broncos. Nope. And the Dolphins. Yeah, pass. <laughs> yeah, we're done, we're done. <laughs> you guys already know what I'm going to say. So S- so I purposely left off the Jets and the Browns. They're both 0-1, but they haven't played their game yet. They're actually about to start in a number of moments.
2: So Jets will be a wild card team.
1: You, th- you think
0: so?
2: Yep. Uh, be I have them as a six seed. I think uh, that
1: on our podcast, we did, we, did, we did picks right before the season started, and I said the six seed team is either going to be the Jets or the Bills. People are sleeping on both teams. Both teams, absolutely. Um, I Like I said, I picked the Jets to win tonight. I could see them making the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I agree. But the way the Bills are performing as well, I think the Bills might sneak in over the Jets it's for gonna, that come spot. It's definitely com- gonna come down. It's
1: definitely going to come down to the divisional record. Yes. Um, the Bills beat the Jets last week in week one. Um, so what's super important is the Jets will have to beat the Bills next time they play each other. I'm
0: going to figure out when that is real quick. Well, take a guess what week do they play each other?
1: I'm going to go week 17.
0: Uh, week 10. I don't know why I asked.
1: there's, there's just a really random. Um, hold on, games. Well, it is a divisional game and um yeah, I'm going to say they played they played week 1. So I'm going to say week 17 to close it out.
0: Good work, Brad. It's week 17,
1: Jets Bills. <laughs> <laughs> start the season with an L end the season with an L.
0: So, what do you think their final record's going to be? The Jets and the Bills. Mm-hmm.
1: You know what? I think one of them I'd prob- probably probably going to say 9 and 7. I think 9 and 7's good enough for the 6th seed in the AFC. NFC's a whole different story. Yeah. Um, 9 and 7 in the AFC gets you that 6th seed wild card. So I say one team's going to go 9 and 7. The other team's going to go 8 and 8.
0: So close. It's good. So do you have um going into week 17 that with the same record?
1: I would love to see that happen. I would love to see, you know, the wild card game.
0: Eight and seven, eight and seven. Go
1: down to, yeah, go in. as the, They start eight, eight and seven, eight and seven. And to see it come down. To, out, of, out of all the teams, people, the, the Jets and the Bills. Like, it, it'd be pretty interesting because nobody would see it coming.
0: One of what I think would be interesting that would be a complete long shot. Imagine if um,
1: the Dolphins win their next 14 games. I can only imagine.
0: No. (laughs) (laughs) No, imagine one team going in 8 and 6 and one team going 8 and 5. No, 9 and 5 and 8 and 6. And then let's say the Jets win and they both become 9 and 7. Or nine six, that, yeah, nine seven. You know what? <laughs> then yeah. like then they split the games too.
1: Then they split. Then it has to, have to come down to divisional record. You know how did they play against Miami? I have them both sweeping Miami. Yeah, and then how did it come down to the Patriots? I still say the Patriots, they always lose a dumb game every year. Yeah. And And it's always, it's always happens to be in division. They always go five. They always go five and one in division.
0: And it's usually in Miami, It's usually Miami, but we didn't do it. We didn't mess up this time.
1: I think either the jets or the bills are going to beat them. Um, I don't know which team, but I think it's going to come down to that. And then it'll come strength to schedule.
0: Yeah. So I'm going to switch sports for a moment. Do you watch basketball, Brad? Oh, I'll get there. Brad, do you watch basketball?
1: I do watch basketball.
0: LeBron James is the GOAT. All right, so just a quick start. Which team is the better team in L.A.? (sighs)
1: Lakers.
2: Because we've got uh, A.D. and LeBron on the same team.
1: So, best team in L.A., you have the Lakers over the Clippers. Yep,
2: because A.D. and uh, LeBron James. Even though LeBron James is uh, 34 years old and he's still
0: balling like he's young, so... Lakers. He also missed a bunch of games last year and almost had a losing record when he was on the court.
1: My whole thing is I think the Clippers have a better pair of players. I have yes. Kawhi and Paul George over LeBron and Anthony Davis. I think the Lakers have an overall better roster. Who is the better coach? i like I'm Cl- I like the Clippers. I'm going with Clippers too. I like the Clippers.
2: I don't know who the uh, Lakers coach is because
1: they got rid of Luke Walton. We all know it's LeBron James. That's right, LeBron's LeBron James. Coach. Um, yeah, I gotta go. Doc, Doc is the coach of the Clippers. He's
2: an NBA champion with the Celtics. Uh, yeah, you gotta go with Doc.
1: Doc over LeBron.
2: Doc over LeBron. We heard it here.
1: Low key, Doc's a better player too. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Whoa,
0: I'm kidding! I'm Hot kidding. take. I'm kidding. There's only one player. On right now. There's only one player better than LeBron James all time. And that's Michael Jordan.
1: It's Brian Scalabrini. The white okay, mamba. Okay,
0: okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Brian Scalabrini is on a whole nother level. We don't even need to count him because everyone knows he's the greatest.
1: Scal is the great.
0: It, it's literally like, you can't see this if you're watching or if you're listening to audio, but Scalabrini is like way up here, and then it's like, Cut that in half, and then it's like Michael Jordan, LeBron, Kobe, all these people. So, as you know,
1: <laughs> we like to make jokes, but Jordan is better than LeBron. That yes. is not a joke. That one's not a joke, um, but Scal, Scal is not, not up there. He, he's as just a fan favorite. Him, he's a fan favorite. He's a Boston, you know, homer. We love him. Um, but Jordan over LeBron.
0: John's shaking his head. Nope. Nope.
1: John is also a Phillies fan, so you know what we think about Phillies fans. We don't. He's to not any.
0: a Phillies fan. He's just an Eagles Sorry, fan.
1: Philly, as in Philadelphia Eagles. You know what? I'm going to throw this out there. Philadelphia Eagles fans are so classless, especially after <laughs> what they did Week One, putting a Sean Taylor jersey on top of a coffin after he was murdered. Hey, you know what? That's you know, messed yeah, up. That, your, that's you, messed up. Yeah, that's. Messed I don't.
2: Up. I don't agree with that. <laughs> I did not agree with that. They also threw snowballs at Santa.
1: If Eagles fans are vicious,
2: and Will and I are like trying to g- support the
0: same team as them. Yeah, but I'm not them.
2: I'm a whole different person. And Will and I—it's uh, uh, pretty much set in stone. Uh, we're going to the Eagles and the Patriots, and uh, I don't think I'm—I might be scared of their own, my own fear people. I, I, worried, I really I'm, might.
1: I'm not worried for you. I'm worried for this guy right here. If he goes in wearing a Patriots jersey or anything like that,
2: he'll be in a coffin. He—he
1: uh, he may not come out. You may have to find a new roommate.
2: Probably. I, I got to put on, uh, I gotta key, put on
0: Craigslist. I literally have a low key Patriots hat. It's solid black. The logo's solid black, and it's just outlined in
1: red. And that's the only Patriots thing i wear. And does so Eagles
2: big. fans listening? You, you better be nice to him because, yeah, just if, be nice to him. If he's
1: a true Patriots fan, which he says he is, he's going to go decked out in the Tom Brady jersey, wear a hat that's shaped like a goat with a number 12 on the side, <laughs> and he's going to go all out, and then he's just going to, everyone's going to hit him.
0: I got to find some custom TB12 shoes and socks as well. Just like, don't even rep Patriots, just everything's TB12 brand.
2: I'll say I don't know him.
0: <laughs> yeah. We're just having to be sitting next to each other from the same location. It's like, hmm, that's weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh, Eagles fans, there are some weird-ass people. I mean,
2: I, I remember when the uh, Eagles won the Super Bowl, the NFC Championship. A fan actually ate horse crap. Why? Because he's an Eagles fan. They're stupid.
1: Because they think it's funny, and it's not. Just like they think putting a uh, Sean Taylor jersey in a coffin's funny, and it's not. It's no, classless. It's
0: not. And just like destroying your entire city when you win after the Super Bowl. Like Yes, I can understand if you're frustrated and lose. You you get mad. You turn over cars and everything. But when you win, why?
2: And uh, if Ronald Derby, if you're listening... Get off the team now, please get off the team. julio Jones owned you yesterday. yeah Julio
0: Jones destroyed him, but anyways, moving back to basketball for a moment since we got lost in that Philadelphia sidetrack <laughs> so with uh or with uh teams showing more signs of having like two stars instead of super teams, which team? In the East and the West, do you think has the best two man duo? Ooh. As
1: much as I love the Celtics um, and everything about them, I don't think it's the Celtics. I love Kemba, I love Tatum. Um, basically, Team USA's basketball team was the Celtics. Probably Celtics, um, but we only finished seventh, worst finish of history. But um, to answer his question, um, I I have to go with Philly. Um, I think they have, you know. Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, they're they're a great pairing. You know, you also have a good core around them.
0: Yeah, and I saw Ben Simmons work on his jump shot this off season. I saw a video where he made, like, seven threes in a row. That was impressive for him.
1: He also doesn't have a hand in his face like he will in the game. That's so, also uh, very true. <laughs> Over-under of two three-point shots made this season. I'm taking the under on that. He doesn't make any.
0: Oh, you're still – okay.
1: He still doesn't make any.
0: Yeah. Do you think he'll – take more than he did last season I
1: don't know he, he will he try but he will fail
0: so john and we'll take it to the west since brad covered the east who do you think is the best two-man duo in the west when healthy
1: your answer is gonna be wrong my answer your answer is gonna be wrong i didn't know who you're gonna say who he's thinking the lakers but we all no. know it's the clippers no i shouldn't Keep say
0: in I, mind that i said when healthy
2: James Harden and Russell Westbrook
1: is the most overrated pair in the West.
2: No, I think they're going to do good.
1: So, Westbrook is the Thank most you. self-centered player in the NBA. <laughs> he'll just throw up shot after shot after shot. He'll all right, all he'll right. purposely miss shots to get his own rebound to stack his stats for a triple-double. Yes, yes. I know, I know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> and Harden, Harden doesn't hit clutch. He, he hits some clutch uh, shots, but... You cannot tell me that Westbrook and Harden...
2: All right, Paul George and uh, uh, Kyrie Leonard, okay.
1: Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Kawhi and PG. Because
0: the reason I emphasize the one healthy is because I still think it's Curry and Thompson.
1: You know what? I I like it. I think they're the best pair of pure shooters, not only in the West, but in the NBA. Yes. But I still think that the defense that the Clippers bring... With Paul George and Kawhi, to me, defense is one of the most important parts of basketball over shots. Because you have, you have a good defense, you can you know you can feed the ball to other people. You can find your shot. Yeah, Curry can sit there, you know, basically at half court and throw up threes all day long, all day long. But that's that's what he does. You know, he just sits there and shoots. But they he go in. They go in. But he, he doesn't have to make the shots. You know, a, good players like Kawhi and Paul George, they'll make they'll find the shots.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I just still think that Curry and Thompson, they're just, like, such a clutch duo. It's very hard to even consider double teaming. So do you still
1: have them coming out of the West as an early favorite? Uh,
0: I don't know if I have them coming out of the West because they also do not have AD or DeMarcus Cousins anymore. So they're just, like, the surrounding pieces. I can still think they're the best duo, but if you don't have a solid team all around in comparison. Yeah, they have Draymond. But uh, they, I have them at least going to the second round of the playoffs, okay. and maybe the conference finals. See, I could
1: see them going to the conference finals. Um, obviously, I don't want them to because you know they've been to the final year after year after year, and it gets boring just watching Curry just sit back and basically practice his throws with nobody around him. Yeah. But I would like to see it. I want to see the Clippers go to the go to the championship.
0: Yeah, my my early. Very early predictions for the NBA finals is going to be Bucks ag- See, Clippers I, Bucks.
1: Bucks again. Clippers Bucks. I have the Clippers and um, the 76ers. I think 76ers have one of the most complete rosters in the NBA.
2: I'm going with the greatest player of all time. It's Michael be Jordan retired, you know. <laughs>
1: it's
0: going to be uh, Lakers Sixers. So the reason I don't have the sixes in there is just because they just have too many big men. I think they didn't need the addition of Hal Horford for their team. I think he'll, yeah, he's a veteran and will help Joel Embiid probably a lot. But I don't know. I feel like if Horford comes in and Embiid comes out and, like, lowers his minutes, Embiid might, like, feel a certain way.
1: And I feel like there could be a little bit of, like,
0: underwritten tension with all the big men on the roster.
1: So one thing that we do have to remember though is there was a time where Al Horford didn't play center. He did play the four, he did play power forward. So they'll have I think they'll be totally fine with their big men, they'll have Al Horford and uh Joel Embiid both on the court.
0: But they also don't have Jimmy Butler anymore either.
1: You know what? They don't have Jimmy Butler, but where they don't have Jimmy Butler, I think they make up in the addition of defense.
0: Or J.J. Redick.
1: They make up in the addition of defense from Al Horford.
0: Yeah, Horford's a great defender. He's a big loss for the Celtics. One of the reasons why I don't have them in the finals. We got a Inez Cantor so. though.
1: Yeah. And more for, importantly, Kemba for, Walker.
0: Former 24-7 champion in the WWE, Enos Cantor.
1: I'm not a wrestling guy, so uh, no idea what he's talking about. All
0: right, so in the WWE, they have a a championship called the 24-7 title. It can be defended anywhere, anytime, as long as you have a referee. So uh, this past week or last week Uh on Raw, before Raw started, they taped main event. So during main event, they brought out Enos Cantor because they were at Madison Square Garden. So he comes out in a jumpsuit of all blue because he used to be on the Knicks, and R-Truth was there too, and he basically like shoved R-Truth to the ground, and R-Truth banged his head on the mat, so he was like down and out. Enos Cantor pinned him for the three count, become, became the 24-7 champion, and then he unzipped his um, jumpsuit top to reveal his Celtics jersey, in which he took Kyrie Irving's number 11.
1: That's my boy. <laughs> not, and, not Kyrie. Enos Kanter is my boy.
0: Yeah, John, last season, but a... Two hundred fifty dollar Kyrie Irving jersey, cause he he John, tell your story real quick. Hold on, I,
2: I messed up, cause my bro. Two hundred well,
1: and fifty dollars. Hold on.
2: No, well it was combined with something else. My brother was like, "Can you get me a Celtic shirt? I'll pay you back." I'm like, "Yeah, whatever, dude." So I got him the shirt. My I fucking grabbed the jersey, don't even look at it, and the guy's like, "Yeah, it's gonna be two hundred fifty dollars." I'm like, "Yeah, whatever, I'm just gonna pay for this." So I go to Will. I'm like, "Well, how much was your jersey?" It was, like, 100. I was like, all right, so why the hell is mine come up to this? It's a fucking on-court jersey, stitching everything. I'm like, well, I'm not bringing this back. Might as well keep it because I thought Kyrie was going to resign and stay. But well, Kyrie- all
1: Boston did except me because I know he's a liar.
0: Yeah, so, John, we're just going to have to remove the Irving off the back and put Cantor, if that's cool with you. We'll have to figure out a I way mean, to I do I took that. I took a
1: sewing class in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> I could probably, you know, you it do it for you. It for you. Stitch on, you know, K-A-N-T-E-R. How much? For how much? That's how you spell canter, right? Yeah. K-A-N-T-E-R. For how much? I cannot sew, so I wouldn't trust oh, me. Damn with it. With and thread. Because I'm going to pay you for... How, how about
0: $250? Deal.
1: <laughs> just give me the jersey <laughs> at that point.
0: I, now I have to put this podcast as explicit. Thank you, John. Sorry. It's all good. It's just this one episode is going to have an E next to it. But, um... Yeah, so I think that's all we r- we really have for our podcast this week. Um, if you enjoyed, subscribe on Anchor and Spotify. It's submitted for review on iTunes, so hopefully, it's up there soon. And John, where can they find you?
2: Uh, my Instagram is uh, John Halloran fifteen, and my Twitter's @John, underbar John Brad, where can they find you?
1: They can find me pretty much on any platform, including Xbox Live, where I'll clap anybody in Madden. Uh, It's B. Harmon, H-A-R-M-O-N, 58, and I am dead serious about that Madden challenge. Um, And also, you know, don't forget to subscribe to BB&J Sports. We post episodes twice a week. You know, right now, NFL recap, NFL previews, everything that you 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 can think of, we post there too. Anchor and Spotify, just like he said.
0: Yeah, it's a lot more informative than our podcast. We just kind of like... We just like talking about it here, but on their podcast, they... We dive deep. They dive deep. I, I listen to their podcast whenever they name a defensive player on a team I don't follow. I'm like, who the heck is that? We went over so. uh, we about the
1: Packers game, and we said who's going to be, you know, the secret sleeper to bring them to a win, and uh, yeah, some people had no idea who we're talking about, but definitely give us a follow. Also, you know, we like to get your guys' input, too, on, on bb and Sports. We like to hear what our viewers want to hear us talk about, um, so you know... Again, follow me on social media, Bharman 58 Slide in the DMs, hit me up, do whatever. Let me know what you want to hear us talk about. And we're always looking for guests on our episode, too. You know, bill he's been on there once. John will probably come up on an episode soon. When yeah, Bobby. Bobby. What's when, going on? When Bobby lets him. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe when the Jacks go 13-3. and three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Well,
0: you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at William Kluski. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram as well whenever we decide to start posting at TTLPod. And until next time. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Brad.